Hey, what's up? It's Alfonso and Ask the Fonts. Today's topic is Editor's Cut. So congrats, you finished the rush of dailies, you're able to prep all the scenes and you know deliver all of it to, to your editor in a timely manner. Um, so now all the attention is focused in helping your editor finish his or her editor's cut. So the biggest thing here is that the editor's cut needs to make a good first impression on the director. Now, as harsh as it sounds, if the editor's cut doesn't make a good first impression, the editor could potentially be fired and get replaced. So this part is really important for you to be there for your editor, to support him or her. Um, that includes, you know, if your editor needs to come in early during one of these days, um, be there for him or her and prep for the day and make sure that you know everything is set up. And then also as a courteous gesture, I also normally don't ever leave until my editor leaves for the day. And that just goes for every single day that you know we work. Um, it's just to lower the stress, you know, just in case anything comes up. Um, you just don't want your editor to be freaking out, especially when the editor needs to focus and maximize his or her efforts into delivering the best cut, you know, and your editor's already on a time crunch. Now, as an assistant editor here, you're gonna start wearing a lot of hats during these couple days because, you know, you're gonna be obviously the assistant, but you also be the therapist, you know, just make sure that like your editor feels good about the cut and if you know he or she has some feelings about certain scenes you know you kind of want to console them during this time um, and then also you'll also be the cheerleader for it you know you you want to also be there to support your editor and um, you know when he or she does have a you know a cut that they're happy with you know you want to be able to you know enjoy and relish in that moment with them so just make them feel good you know that's you know, a part of being an assistant is you want to support your editor as best as possible. And the fourth hat you're going to wear is sort of you're going to be the first audience. So you're going to be the first person to give notes to your editor and, you know, be polite and, you know, know how to give notes as well, because that whole part is is important. You know, your editor wants your feedback as well, because, you know, it has to affect the audience in the, in the right way. That's what, you know, this part is really, you know, all about is to kind of making sure your editor feels good about the cut and really has the time to focus on getting the cut to a really good place. So with that said, let's talk about the specific tasks as an assistant editor that you do during this stage. So the first responsibility is doing sound work. You know, basically the editor has so many scenes to put together and so many scenes to kind of tweak and cut and edit and kind of make it finessed and transitionally sound. So the editor has a lot to do already. You know, the editor needs to put this whole show together from it being in its scene form. Basically the editor starts out editing it in scenes and then throughout the whole shoot, you know, we'll start to assemble the whole show. So by the time it hits the editor's cut, you know, we have everything shot. So now the editor needs to kind of put everything together and kind of finesse sort of the scenes and putting it transitionally together. So it makes sense and it feels like a big movie and not, you know, sort of just scene by scene by scene. Um, so the editor already has a lot to do. And, um, you know, one of your main tasks is to, to help with sound, you know, to, to mix and to make sure everything all the audio levels sound consistent. You know, for me, I always start out, you know, having the dialogue at around negative six decibels. And then um, for any sound effects or ambient noises or environment noises, I have it around negative 12 or negative 16, just to kind of get a good gauge there to, depending on what the sound effect is. And then for music, I hit the decibel range of about negative 21. So I kind of just use this as sort of a default point so that the dialogue will always have to be a little hotter than most of the, the sound effects and obviously the music. So 
um, I start out with this and then gauge it on how it sounds and also make sure, you know, I said this in my previous video, make sure that, you know, all of your speakers sound consistent to your editor's speakers. You know, all the layers of different kind of environment noises and ambient noises, you can clearly hear them, but not too overpowering, you know, over the dialogue and as well, you know, the music as well needs to sort of come in at a right level. So um, make sure you practice this, you know, and make sure you really pay attention to this part because you know, you don't want your editor to have to redo all of your sound work after you've done it. So yeah, sound work is a very important responsibility during this phase. And the second responsibility is doing temp visual effects work. Um, you know, a lot of shows typically nowadays have a lot of uh, visual effects that need to get done. So um, a lot of green screen replacements, you know, split screens, which is when two characters are in a locked off position, meaning the camera is locked on a tripod or on, on a dolly or something that is obviously static and not moving. Um, you know, the editor will want to use take one of character A and like take three of character B. So you'll have to split screen it down the middle and create one scene as if, you know, both characters were in the same take during that scene. Yeah, so you'll have a lot of that. You'll have a green screen, you'll have a lot of comps, you know, crowd extension shots. Um, so a lot of visual effects that, you know, need to get done. But obviously the final VFX shots obviously won't be ready during the editor's cut. So you kind of want to be able to make a temporary visual effects shot so that, you know, when your director watches it, it kind of keeps them in the scene. You know, you don't want them to get distracted by it. Obviously the director will have that ability to imagine, you know, the, the visual effects shot during the cut. But, you know, it will help if you just add, you know, a temporary visual effects shot there. So, um, you know, if you don't really know that much visual effects, try to learn it as best as possible. You know, there are a lot of tutorials out there. Definitely learn if you're going to focus and if you're a beginner and you, you want to learn how to do visual effects, definitely focus on the first three. Uh, the green screen replacement, split screens, and then any you know sky replacements or like comps to like extend the set set extensions or crowd replacements so those kinds of visual effects tutorials you should definitely look up you know because those are very common and needed during this stage and you know more of the intricate visual effects i think you can sort of just put like a, a slug and just say like visual effects of you know let's just say it's like a superhero flying into the sky or something like you can just put visual effects of Superman flying into the sky. Yeah, something like that. So that when you watch it, you know, the director will understand, you know, that there's a visual effect shot there. But yeah, so the more you can put into this cut, I think the better because then, again, you want the director to feel impressed by the first cut and you want the director to feel like this is the direction that you're going in. Yeah, again, the first impression, again, really matters. So try to learn as much visual effects as you can because it will help your editor's cut. And obviously your editor's gonna love it. Your editor's not gonna have any time to do any visual effects. So any of these green screen replacements or crowd extensions, you know, they're gonna rely on you. You know, they're gonna rely on you to, to come up with something. Yeah, so definitely, you know, show them that you can do this and definitely practice how to do this and be able to provide the skills so that you know, when the director watches it for the first time, he or she's gonna love it because it's gonna keep them engaged, you know, in the scene and, you know, overall in the big picture of the movie. So definitely learn VFX. And then the next responsibility is to give critiques. Um, like I said in the beginning, you're gonna actually act as the first audience of the film or the show because, you know, the editor is gonna want your feedback and want to see if it's landing, you know, if specific scenes are working or specific scenes need to be moved, you know, at certain parts. Critiques are a huge part about being an assistant. You know, for me, you know, I always use uh, the Oreo cookie method. Um, the Oreo cookie method basically 
is you give a, a good note in the top, which is like the top cookie, and then the, the, you know, the filling or the cream is the suggestion or the, the note that you have. And then the bottom cookie, again, is another good note um, or an observation that you really liked about the film. So if I'm watching a scene and I don't, you know, I don't really like the music, I won't just come out and say, oh yeah, I, I don't really like the music. You know, sometimes you kind of have to work up to getting, gaining trust with your editor to be able to just kind of flat out say notes. So the way I do it, you know, just to be safe is, you know, I say, honestly, I really love the quick cuts in that car scene. You know, the quick cuts really add to the car chase scene and it has this really, you know, energetic rhythm to it. Um, you know, I think the music, I prefer sort of something more, you know, fast paced. And, you know, I feel like right now it's sort of a little bit flat, but then, you know, towards the end, I really love, you know, the way that the tire screech kind of brings you into the next transition and it, it helps kind of end it with like a little exclamation mark, you know. So for me, it was just the music. If, if I break it down, the top layer cookie was basically me telling the editor, you know, I really like the quick cuts. You know, I really like the car chase scene and how it all kind of tied together and, you know, making sure that, you know, it brought this energy to it that I really liked. And then obviously my note was the music. Um, I didn't really like the music. It felt a little bit flat. It didn't really relate to the scene. It, it didn't bring the energy that I think it could bring. So um, that's sort of the, the filling or the, the cream of the cookie. And then the bottom uh, cookie is saying that, you know, the tire screech effect at the end, you know, it adds a little exclamation point um, and it sort of ties everything together. So that I think is a good way to start um, kind of giving notes, especially if it's a new editor you're working with. You know, you haven't gained the trust yet in order to kind of feel comfortable and say sort of what's on your mind. But, you know, once you've worked with a, an editor a couple times, your editor is just going to say, like, literally, just tell me what's wrong with this. So, you know, you got to work your way up to that, you know, but um, working with new editors, obviously you want to maintain sort of a very good relationship and uh, you want to be respectful. You know, you want to make sure that the notes that you're giving also doesn't hurt the editor's feelings because that's the last thing that you want to happen. You know, you don't want your editor to work so hard on something and then all of a sudden like you just say, oh, this, this scene doesn't work because it, you know, the music sucks. You know, like you don't want that to happen. And also put yourself in the position of your editor, you know, whenever you want to show something, let's just say you edit something for a couple hours and, you know, you're really stoked about it, and you're really excited about it, and you just want to show it to someone, you know, think about that. Think about that, that feeling of, you know, really excited about it, you're really stoked, and you really just want to share the enjoyment that you've cut this scene. So they are showing it to you because they're excited to show it to you. You know, you won't ever show a cut or a scene that you're not so excited about to someone, you know, so, you know, especially when you're still working with a new editor, you know, the editor will obviously feel self-conscious about a bad cut, so they won't show it to you and ask for feedback. Normally, when you're excited about a cut, you know, you want to show it to someone, they're really stoked about it. So it means they're really just kind of wanting you to reinforce their excitement and their enjoyment of the cut. So that's why I say, you know, use the Oreo cookie method because you're giving two compliments and then one suggestion. And then obviously the editor will obviously pick up on that suggestion because when you get compliments as an editor, you know, your automatic instinct is to kind of tune out all the good things that the person just said and focus on the note that really stuck out to them. So it's just a normal reaction to normal instinct and the editor will get the note, you know, everyone will get the note. You know, if I'm giving you a critique on an edit, you're obviously going to focus on the bad things. It's just the way our mind thinks. It's just the way that it happens. And um, I guess why I say, like, give two compliments and one suggestion. 
And then the next task is exporting out the cut. Okay, so you know your editor had assembled the whole show, and you know you added all your sound effects, did all the sound work, all the temp visual effects are in. So now you're ready to export this whole cut, and really now make sure you focus on doing this properly. Okay, that's the last thing that you want anything you know to happen. You know, personally, I had an experience where um, I was working in independent features for a while, and I accidentally, you know, in independent features, it's not. Um, you know, the timelines in our editing systems are not, you know, the full movie because, you know, you want the editor to be able to work on certain reels. It's basically easier to break down the whole, you know, it's an hour and 30 minutes, let's say. It's easier to, to have the editor kind of work in chunks. So it's broken down into five reels. The assistant editor at the end of, you know, the editor's session of cutting will put together the whole film and assemble it using all the five reels. So, you know, I have to cut and paste reel one, reel two, reel three, reel four, and reel five all together. So in this specific example, I accidentally put reel two in twice and we were in a time crunch and I, you know, I didn't QC it and, and I sent out the movie with two reels in it, which is a big no-no and you know, I got scolded and this whole thing. So make sure you obviously, when you do the export process, make sure you um, don't do that. Don't put two reels in and really focus and just um, make sure everything lines up and everything transitions properly, you know, from reel one to reel two to three to four and to five. Yeah, so this part of the process, you know, you don't want to mess this up because, you know, you put in all this work all the way up to this end and then when your director watches it, there's two reels in there. So it's a big no-no. You know, again, sometimes you don't have the time to QC because you're in a time crunch. But if you have to stay late, you know, to, to finish, you know, the QC and to make sure that everything looks good, please do that. You know, do that. It'll just save you a bunch of headaches and, you know, you don't want to look bad in front of your director and editor. So uh, definitely spend the time to QC and export the, the cut uh, properly and make sure, you know, everything looks good in the end. And then also, yeah, I mean, the last note I have, again, this sort of repeats what I said in the export process. but. Um, my QC process, which is the quality control, I basically watch the cut twice. I try to at least watch the cut twice, you know, especially after that experience. I now like really make myself and force myself to uh, really watch the cut. For me, I usually just do it twice and, you know, once in the cut, you know, not exported yet. So just in case you find something, you can tweak it and fix it um, and you don't have to re-export it. So. Um, I'd watch it in the cut and then after that I export it and then obviously watch the export just in case, you know, there's any like codec glitches or, uh, you know, any technical issues that could have happened during the export. So um, again, if you can do this, you know, not every production or not every situation allows time for you to do this, you know, it just depends on the situation. It depends on, you know, what your deadlines are. So um, if you can, if you have the time, you know, please watch the cut, you know, twice. Um, it'll just save you from a lot of these uh, headaches and stress and you know making sure that you know you want to look good in front of your editor and director again so um so yeah so just make sure you take quality control very seriously at this stage so yeah so if you like all the advice i just gave feel free to check out my channel uh, i'm on youtube facebook instagram TikTok, all the social media platforms twitter go ahead subscribe follow me there at ask the fonts I also do one-on-one -on -one phone sessions, so if you want to sign up for a mentorship call, go ahead and go on my website at www.askthefons.com. Go to the schedule appointment tab and then fill out the form and schedule an appointment. 
so yeah, subscribe, leave a comment below, send me a direct message. Uh, if you have any more questions about this stage, uh, the daily stage, this is an editor responsibilities, the editor's cut, director's cut. I'll help you out as best as I can and give you a lot of advice on all those topics. So thank you so much for watching. Hope you found something useful here. Until next time.